I am thrilled to be having a conversation with Ron Stewart. He is a former state senator here in Colorado, and he was one of the architects with uh, Dennis Gallagher and Barbara Holm regarding the Gallagher Amendment that was put into the Colorado Constitution many years ago. Ron Stewart, welcome to the AmeriChicks. Good morning. It's great to have you. Uh, the Gallagher Amendment, uh, it's, uh, it's, I think it's going to be under assault. And so I think it's important that people understand what it is. And uh, you and Dennis Gallagher and Barbara Holm, I think we're very uh, looking into the future to try to protect people from exorbitant property taxes when you put this in place. So why don't you explain what happened with the Gallagher Amendment? Okay, well, in the 1980s, when the Constitutional Amendment on Property Taxes was approved by the voters of Colorado, there was really a pretty significant tax revolt going on across Colorado because residential property taxes were skyrocketing. And one of the things that the amendment did was find a way um, so that those increases were not as significant on an annual basis. Um, And... Uh, the Gallagher Amendment um, was <clears throat> a way of keeping residential property taxes in check um, over in, in future years. Um, well, and that's uh, that was really important um, because a person's home, we're seeing across the country now, where uh, in different states that property taxes are so high that it's difficult for people to, to continue to live in their homes. Right. And uh, to me, uh, a home is such an essential, you know, the roof over your head, um, that it's it's appropriate to find a way to try to keep the tax on that home at a reasonable level. And, and also to be sure that all other kinds of property, um, commercial, industrial, oil and gas and all of that, um, pay a reasonable amount of property tax. And In the 80s, when this amendment was done, um, those kinds of property, commercial, industrial, oil and gas, agriculture, all of them together, were paying about 55% of um, property taxes in Colorado, and that's what they're paying now, um, which is exactly what was intended by um, the Gallagher Amendment. The Gallagher Amendment really says that the residential share of property taxes shouldn't increase over time, even as values change. Okay, and so the Gallagher Amendment, it's an amendment to the Constitution. Was that 1982 when that was passed, Ron? I, it was 1981 or 1982. Um, I, I don't recall. Right there at the beginning of the 80s, yeah. Okay, okay. And so it put in place this ratio of property taxes, of what commercial would pay for property taxes and what residential would, and that, that uh, ratio is 55-45, correct? Correct. Now, now here in 2019, is that still the ratio that commercial pays 55% and residential pays 45%? Yeah, it's roughly that. I mean, it may be off by one point or so, but it's roughly that. <clears throat> okay, and so in essence, the Gallagher Amendment has done what it was intended to do, and that is to keep property taxes reasonable so that the middle class, that hardworking, everyday Coloradan can afford their home. That's correct. Without the Gallagher Amendment, uh, uh, homeowners across Colorado could be paying twice or in some areas three times as much in property tax as they currently do. Well, and keeping property taxes low really allows people to have more money in their pockets so that they can they can take care of their families. They might start a business. They could take a vacation, go out to dinner. And so keeping those taxes low 
is actually an opportunity for them to enhance their lives. Well, it is, and it also affects, you know, who can buy a house. I mean, if you're, uh, you can only have a, a payment that's so much compared to your total income, and if property taxes are a lot higher, you're not going to be able to have, you know, some people aren't going to be able to have the kind of house that they currently have. So um, there's a lot of talk about affordability of housing, and I think um, the whole idea of trying to raise property taxes a lot uh, runs counter to that. Oh, that's a that's an excellent point. Now, I was at a meeting recently where someone said, hey, I've been in my home for over 20 years, and my property taxes have not gone up at all during that time. And I'm kind of scratching my house and my, my head thinking, well, if you want to pay more in property taxes, you probably could send that in if you wanted to. But why is that? And then I realized as we have more residential being built, then that means that that 45% tax burden is being spread over more people. And so that's why we've been able to keep those property taxes low. Right. There are more houses that have been built in the years since the beginning of the 80s, but there are also more businesses and commercial properties and all kinds of other properties in Colorado that have been built. So there are more people paying the 55 percent and there are more people paying the 45 percent. And frankly, you can't just any individual tax payer uh, may have a special circumstance which um, explains why their tax maybe didn't increase at all over the years, but um, that's not the the rule. That's probably the exception. So um, I I think that there can be that kind of anecdotal information out there like you heard that would say, well, my taxes haven't gone up, but I can say that mine have, you know, Mm -hmm. so... Okay. Even with the Gallagher Amendment in place. so. Well, and I think when we were preparing for this show, you had mentioned that some of your relatives back east were paying like $21,000 a year for their home in property uh, taxes. I mean, on, the, on the east coast, um, um, New Jersey, um, some other states on, on the east coast, uh, property taxes are incredibly high. Which is one of the reasons why the the Tax Reform Act last year tax um, cut, so-called tax cut um, that was passed on a national level, was so unpopular in some states because it eliminated the de- uh, deductibility of a lot of that property tax uh, from uh, federal income tax income. Okay, so people are were able to actually deduct that high amount of property taxes from their uh, their federal tax bill, income right. tax bill. So, okay, so that's why you had people in these high high tax states that were were um, making a lot of noise about it. I, I guess Correct. would be the word Correct. to say. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about the the commercial tax base. Uh, some some of the reasons or some of the things that people are saying about Gallagher is what has happened is the the uh, percentage that of the assessed valuation that is used for the calculation for uh, residential property, that percentage has moved down as we've had, you know, more and more residential property come, come um, you know, be built. And that that... And, and it's really more because residential property has inflated so quickly. That's really what has caused the 
assessment oh. ratio to go down. It's it's not that there are more properties so much. It's that residential property has inflated at such a rapid level. Um, you, you think about what a house, an average house um, in um, South Denver might have been, or in Aurora might have been worth in 1981 versus what it's worth today. And there's an astronomical increase. Um, and you know, I mean, it could be three times as much. The value of that house could be three times as much. So that's really what has driven down the assessment ratio. As the value of houses has um, kind of gone through the roof, so to speak, um, the assessment ratio has gone down so that the tax hasn't also um, increased that rapidly. Okay. Now, over on the commercial side, you hear people opine that, well, this isn't fair that the residential has a 7% assessed or uh, doing 7% of the assessed rate where businesses or commercial is around 29%. And so they're saying that's not fair. So how would you respond to that, Ron Stewart? Well, I would respond by saying, number one, um, your house is an essential part of, of life. Um, a roof over your head is an essential part of life, and it's appropriate for it to be taxed differently than the kind of property that produces um, profits and income. And um, I would also say that just when you look at other kinds of taxes, for instance, the state sales tax, we don't charge a, a sales tax on food or uh, prescription drugs because they, too, are essential. Um, and yet we charge a sales tax on almost everything else. So there are always differences. And even in the property tax, um, it isn't just the residential assessment rate that's different, um, that's uh, given sort of a, a, a boost. Uh, there are all kinds of tax breaks in the property tax law for various kinds of commercial and, and industrial property that also give benefits. Um, it, it's easy to just focus on the residential assessment ratio and say, oh, gee, that's unfair. But what people don't do is to realize that there are all kinds of other tax breaks and loopholes and that sort of thing that are built into the property tax system that gives other kinds of property um, benefits as well. Okay. And, you know, many times I've seen, I sat on city council of Lone Tree for four years, and some of these economic development packages that are put in place actually give businesses breaks on different taxes. So I think it's an important point that you make that, uh, you know, we're not really comparing apples to apples and when we're talking about commercial versus residential. And also, Ron Stewart, as you mentioned, you know, a roof over your head is, is essential. And so we don't want to get property taxes so high so that people have a difficult time keeping a roof over their head. So let's go to break. This is a fascinating conversation. We're talking with Ron Stewart. He's a former Colorado state senator who he and Barbara Holm and Dennis Gallagher were the architects of the Gallagher Amendment, which was put in place in the Colorado Constitution in the early 80s to protect everyday hardworking people from exorbitant property taxes. So we're going to go to break and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. I am thrilled to be talking with Ron Stewart. He is a former Colorado State Senator and one of the architects of the Gallagher Amendment, which was put in place in the early 80s to protect everyday hardworking Coloradans from exorbitant property taxes. So, Ron, give us a little history on what happened, because you and Dennis Gallagher and Barbara Holm are all Democrats, and here you are advocating for lower taxes. 
Tell us about that. Well, and actually, I think what we were advocating uh, for was for fairness in taxes. Um, and uh, But at the beginning of the 80s, um, Colorado, as well as other states around the nation, was experiencing a significant property tax revolt. And there were some states like California that had just passed a constitutional amendment that was an initiative um, that um, kind of froze property taxes. And th- that initiative is still in place in California, actually. Um, and th- so there was a lot of concern in the Colorado legislature um, that we not that we avoid that kind of um, thing in Colorado, that we find some um, approach to property taxes that would um, make people more satisfied with the property tax system um, than they would have been if taxes kept skyrocketing as they were at the time. We we literally would. We'd come back from a weekend at the legislature, and some of our colleagues would have been out at, in uh, uh, town hall meetings in uh, Jefferson County and Arapahoe County and El Paso County, and they would have had three, four, five, six hundred people there um, all upset because of the tax increases they were seeing. So uh, there was a mood to do something about the property tax in Colorado and uh, not to do it just about one class of property, but to try to put something in the Constitution that would affect all classes of property and be permanent. And that's um, so that was the mood of the legislature. That's why um, there was an interest in doing something. And frankly, because we were putting a constitutional amendment on the ballot, um, we uh, as Democrats, we were then in the minority party in the Senate um, and in the House in Colorado. Um, the uh, majority party had to have some, our, some of our votes in order to get the two-thirds majority needed in order to put a constitutional amendment on the ballot. And, and the Gallagher Amendment was one of the things that we proposed as a way of getting our support for the bill. Okay. Well, and, uh, and it seems to me like it's done a lot of really good it – di- it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, and that is um, fa- have a fair tax base – and also it has kept property taxes to a point where people hopefully are not getting priced out of their homes. Of course, we're having assessed valuations go up, and so that means typically taxes can go up just because of the increased value. But let's talk about you know, what is, quote-unquote, wrong with Gallagher, why there are people that want to get rid of it. They say that it's not fair, that uh, commercials at this 29 percent, uh, percentage that they pay on their assessed um, valuation and 7% on residential. They say that out in the rural uh, Colorado that, that this is actually affecting uh, essential services. How would you respond to that, Ron Stewart? Well, I would say that uh, since the uh, time this was passed, um, we have recognized that it could always be made better. I mean, things uh, aren't uh, aren't perfect when they begin. So uh, from the beginning, Dennis and Barbara and I and others have um, kind of offered ideas whenever complaints have come out about particular parts of the amendment. The, the complaint that um, we were hearing most about a year or so ago was that um, some rural fire districts were having difficulty with uh, this and that other governments in rural Colorado were having trouble with it. And the reason is that there are some parts of Colorado where residential property values have not increased all that much. 
um, where residential values have gone up tend to be along the front range in the Denver area, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, and in the ski areas of Colorado. But the rest of Colorado has really not experienced very much in the way of residential value increases. Um, a home in some parts of Colorado isn't worth a whole lot more than it would have been in the mid-'80s. Um, and But even in those areas, res, uh, when the residential assessment ratio d decreases, you end up having residential property uh, paying less. So in those, those kinds of places, rural Colorado, where in, uh, property values aren't increasing all that much, uh, you have actually people paying less um, per year uh, for their house than they might have paid uh, the year before or five years before. So um, there are ways of taking care of that. Um, the approach that we have been advocating in the last six months or so would say that um, the uh, a reduction of the residential assessment rate, in other words, um, the percentage of your property that's subject to tax, would only be effective in those places where income, where uh, the value of residential property is increasing rapidly and not in areas where it isn't. So that would be um, a more surgical way of dealing with the, the kind of problems that some people have been raising about Gallagher rather than throwing the whole thing out. And I think uh, there are some people who want to get rid of Gallagher just to totally get rid of it and to um, let residential pay more and to let business pay less. There are some people who are on that side. But others, for instance, the rural fire districts and rural uh, governments are are um, if they they have a legitimate point. There's a way uh, to deal with their legitimate point without throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, and so, Ron, this is this is complicated, and I think I need to have you walk this through me through one more time. So, in rural Colorado, because first of all, with the Gallagher Amendment, it takes the the assessment rate of all the property in Colorado. So that that ratio is fifty five forty five between commercial and residential. So you have, as you mentioned, areas where property values are um, growing, they're, they're getting higher. But out in rural Colorado, that is not the case. So there is this adjustment, this, this ratcheting down of that percentage uh, of the assessment rate because of all this uh, appreciation in the front range. But that means that that is ratcheted down also in rural Colorado, where they have not seen the appreciation of the properties. And so that's where then does commercial have to step in and pay a bigger share? Is that what the, is that what the question is? Well, I guess, um, yeah, in those kinds of places, if, if the, the, all of the homes in, let's say, in Kiowa County, um, if, they, uh, if they used to pay 20% of the tax, they may now only pay 10% of the tax. Um, so farms and uh, commercial and industrial would be paying more, which is why I say uh, don't, don't, then don't reduce the assessment ratio in those kind of places. Uh, leave the assessment ratio where it is. Uh, let homes continue to pay the, the share that, that they are paying because Gallagher really was intended only to impact uh, or, or to, Gallagher was intended to impact um, values when values are going up or residential property when values are going up. 
it, it was not intended um, to reduce residential taxes um, when values aren't going up. And it was just, this is just kind of an unintended consequence of looking at something on a statewide basis um, and, and um, not really uh, zeroing in on what the impact could be in, in individual places. So the, the solution that we're suggesting really um, tries to say that yes, in the areas where there's high value increases, continue to have the Gallagher Amendment um, take place um, and be effective. But in those areas where values aren't increasing, leave um, the assessment ratio where it is now. Okay. And in order to do that, though, that would be a constitutional amendment to have to do that. In order to do anything, really, with Gallagher, it's a constitutional amendment. Okay. Because it's in the Constitution now, and so to change it, you're going to have to um, go back and ask the voters of Colorado what what they want to do. And, um, you know, there was one attempt in um, the early uh, 2000s um, to change uh, the Gallagher Amendment. Um, There were some legislators who thought that, um, you know, this inequity you've been talking about, the difference between the assessment ratio on uh, you know, residential and all other classes, that the public would certainly do away with that. And they put it on the ballot and they got about 24 percent of the vote. So, you know, three Coloradans uh, voted against that idea for everyone who voted to change it. Um, and I, I think it, it, it's a statement about the fact that people in Colorado um, appreciate uh, the way that their taxes have been protected over over the years, and I don't think they're going to be interested in changing it um, to allow for much higher increases. Okay, one quick last question then. I don't know if it's a quick answer, but how would you say that TABOR, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights, and Gallagher interface? What's your thoughts about that? Well, um, in that small rural county that we just talked about before, um, Tabor, what they would have done when residential values went down, they would have raised their mill levy um, and they would have kept their tax collections at the same level. After Tabor, they couldn't do that because um, raising a mill levy uh, under Tabor is a tax increase which requires a public vote. So Tabor did affect um, uh, the way that Gallagher operates in perhaps a way in a way that was never um, intended because uh, Tabor wasn't in the Constitution then. So there have been impacts, but but as I um, have just indicated in this other idea we now have, there are other ways to deal with that. Okay, very good. Uh, former State Senator Ron Stewart, one of the architects of the Gallagher Amendment. First of all, I want to say thank you uh, for, for doing this, the Gallagher Amendment, but also thank you for joining me because it's so important that people understand these these kind of complicated issues. But ultimately what it's done is it's been able to, to help people stay in their homes, to have lower property taxes. And just uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you shedding light on this. Well, thank you.